On today's Kapowcast, we're going to look at Marvel's animated feature, Ultimate Avengers. Welcome back to Kapowcast. I am joined once again by my partners in crime, Mr. Tony Vance. Hello! <laughs> Jeff from Flask Action Hero Podcast. Hey guys. And taking a more promotional route today is Cody. He's just kind of been taking pictures. He's not really going to... I. <laughs> Sorry. Steamboat. Sorry. <laughs> maybe you should set that on the... <laughs> yeah, Maybe. In the back, and maybe we'll. I didn't think anybody was gonna put the dildo away, Tony. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> so unpopular, fucking. All right, so yeah, today we're gonna talk about uh, Ultimate Avengers. It was an animated feature done in what about 2006, I think. But before we jump into that, um, unfortunately, we all lead other lives outside of this. We so it's a lot <laughs> harder. I don't. <laughs> it's a lot harder for us to get together on a weekly basis. So we a lot of times we. We'll do shows in bulk, like we did uh, the first four in one night. We've done a couple others in one sitting. So some news may come through that we don't get to discuss as it happens. Um, one of those things being that I really wanted to talk about was the reveal of the teams for Captain America Civil War that came out a few weeks ago, I think it mm-hmm. was. I thought it was last week. Uh, uh, I mean, two weeks ago? Two or three weeks ago. Um, Time is irrelevant. <laughs> What is time but irrelevant? <laughs> um, so, I know we talked about this a little bit beforehand, how the teams seem like they might be a little... Lopsided? Yeah. Power-wise? Power-wise, yes. Um, we'll start off with Iron Man's team. We have Iron Man, Black Widow, Black Panther, Vision, and War Machine. Yeah, a lot of heavy hitters and, uh, and Black Widow. Well, you know, looking at it... <laughs> I would say the. Do you think the reason you're looking at me like those are heavy hitters is because they have Vision, who basically has oh, yeah, Vision and was... Iron Man and War Machine. Well, and yeah, True. War Machine and Iron Man took out a whole army of drones by themselves. And I mean, are we gonna get the Black Panther that whose suit can turn invisible? And I hope so. I like that angle. Yeah, they don't really haven't really revealed. You know, it's funny that he's not on Cap's team because they they have a long history of being friends in the comics. Well, I thought about it because a lot of people were saying, "Oh, that doesn't make sense. Why is Black Panther on Iron Man's team?" A lot of the events in Age of Ultron happened in Africa and Wakanda, yeah, and yep. so I think, especially the uh, Hulk fight and all that, I think might was that in Africa. Yeah, that was in Africa. I think. Was it? Okay. Well, yeah, so but think... it was Iron Man that blew up everything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, and then on the other side, on Cap's team, we have uh, Captain America, uh, Sharon Carter, Agent mm-hmm. 13, uh, Hawkeye, Winter Soldier, Ant-Man, and Falcon. Yeah, Falcon's the only one who can fly on that team. And if you notice, uh, like looking at it, like it's it's all, I mean, aside from... 
they're uh, Captain America and, and Winter Soldier, maybe they're pretty much all just regular humans. Mm-hmm. Don't underestimate Hawkeye. Uh, He's really good with a bow and arrow. That's what I've heard. <laughs> I don't know why you guys have to fucking hate on him so much. Because <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> just watch out when he runs out of arrows. Yep. <laughs> hey. Hey. That is the only character in a movie ever to actually run out of arrows at some point. They really, uh, they, they yanked down the reality. They're like, ah, ah. Yep. <laughs> um, conspicuous, though, by their absence. Uh, no Scarlet Witch and no Spider-Man. Obviously, Spider-Man, they're going to be um, probably holding off till it gets a little bit closer to the release. They want that big reveal. Yeah. The No Scarlet Witch is kind of intriguing to me. Yeah. Um, I know we've, well, I've heard discussion and, and uh, rumors of whatnot that, and I think it's it's just where you would go with a story like this, that more than likely there's going to be a double agent on one of, if not both, the teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, it... It's pretty, I mean, it would be a pretty obvious thing. It's, I don't think it's going to be Black Widow. I think that's the obvious choice. Like, maybe Scarlet Witch is one of those ones that's on one team and then flips over to another. Maybe she starts off on Cap's team, but for whatever reason goes over to Tony Stark's team, which that would be really weird considering she didn't really like Tony Stark in, uh, <laughs> right. in uh, Age of I, Ultron. You know, I don't really know who would be the double H in, like, looking at it. Because, like you said, they don't want to take the obvious aspect because then you're just gonna guess it i mean even hawkeye going in on tony's mm-hmm. team halfway through it'd be like oh come on hey. you're gonna send the spy to do the spy <laughs> i think it's gonna be spy captain America. Spy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what tony i thought about this <laughs> you were right the whole time all right and uh you know my, my 1940s time. ways they just get <laughs> they get the best of me sometimes um you actually just pretty much described the end of the Civil War comics. Yeah. The, I <laughs> and pretty the, much how they ended. I hated it. Well, you didn't have to point it out for all the people that don't know that. <laughs> if they haven't read it yet, I assume there's no sense of urgency <laughs> <laughs> that they want to get out and read so it. So it's their fault. It's Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not mine. It's your fault for being lazy. <laughs> read a book, damn it. <laughs> read a book, stupid. <laughs> uh, um... So do you do you guys like these teams? Do you think it's interesting? Any... I mean, like I don't have a problem with them. I, I I did think it was odd, but I guess it makes sense. And in the comic itself, most of the heavy hitters were on uh, Tony Stark's team. Yep. Yeah. Do you? Th- I mean, and that that was another big thing in this comic books was Spider Man. He switched sides. I I don't know if we're gonna see that in this because I don't know if they'll have a chance to really develop that um... dynamic. Thank you. that dynamic that he had in the comic books I don't know if we're really going to be able to see that with him I know originally I I was under the impression when they first announced Black Panther being included that I was under the impression that that was going to be Black Panther's role that he was going to be the one they were kind of uh, you know fighting over he was Mm. undecided Um, but they might still do that they might might still do that yeah Um, time will tell (laughs) <laughs> you look very stern and serious. I yes, I am. I'm, I'm very stern and serious when it comes to my comic book characters. Um, the most weird, the, the pretty odd thing is that they have uh, Agent Thirteen on Captain America's team, who I feel like. I mean, what is she going to well, do? I mean, yeah. I could tell you something that she contributes, but I don't I know don't... if I should. <laughs> we've already we've already talked about how spoilers don't matter here. If you haven't yeah. read it yet. <laughs> I'll leave the... Get off your ass. <laughs> go do it. 
And we are going to pussyfoot around spoilers. <laughs> because we assume that you just don't care if you haven't gotten to it yet. Oh, that was a little pretentious, wasn't it? A little bit. That <laughs> sounds like somebody definitely peed in your Wheaties this morning. <laughs> I don't eat Wheaties. I eat Cheerios. Um, I don't know. I just I, I see her being as more maybe like a, a technical support, you know, IT yeah. maybe. IT. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe the equivalent of maybe uh, Mariah Hill will probably be on Iron Man's. Yeah, she, yeah, she yeah. was a big uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. agent on Tony Stark's side in the comic. She was a kind was, of a bitch in the comic, if I recall. Yeah, I was going to say, was, she was a real... She was a real... Cut. See you next Tuesday. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. I took the leap. I took the leap and I said it. Took the cunt leap. Well, there's no boundaries left for us. No, right? no. Uh, once you say cunt... Yeah, it's over. It's, you're done. <laughs> but we're okay. I mean, in overseas, I mean... Yeah, they, they throw that around like candy over there. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So stop being so offended. Stop being offended and stop not reading comics. <laughs> um, all right. Well, time will tell what happens there. We got a few months before that comes out. It comes out, I think, May? Did they reveal what the big event happened that caused everyone to take sides? Uh, it's, it's all this stuff from Age of yeah. Ultron. Because they touch on that in Ant-Man, too, about how, <coughs> um, you know, they really... Fucked up the place. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. You know. Guys, uh, Africa is in an awful state, and it's all because of you. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh. Uh, we'll edit that out later. <laughs> <laughs> or probably not, because I don't have the patience for it. <laughs> there you go. Um, I can't figure out how to do it. <laughs> they, I mean, they really take—they're really taking though the logical step in the, a world with superheroes. There would be some sort of patriot act, yeah. yeah, type deal going. Um. Anyways, good talk. All right, see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, no, let's uh, shift gears here. Well, we just all sat down and watched uh, Ultimate Avengers as an animated feature put out by Lionsgate and Marvel back in two thousand six. This was right before all the DC animation, so at the time, <laughs> yeah, I remember we loving really. This movie, yeah. I remember, I remember you and Mikey like raving about it, and you you brought it over to uh, the house that I used to live in, and it was it was. I remember it being really good. Yeah, I remember just I had such fond memories of that film. And then we watched it today, and. Oh my god! You looked bored to death. Yeah, I, I was. Tony was on his phone most. <laughs> Everybody was talking throughout the entire thing. Like I couldn't pay attention. Yeah. It it was yeah like um, a lot of build up in that movie. Yeah, like an hour's worth of yeah. build up. I think it's what what was it like forty minutes before we actually see the Avengers. Yeah, and this, and movie, this is a seventy six yeah. minute long yeah. film. Very short movie. Really awkward shading. Yeah, um, the animation like it didn't look bad, but the Coloring and the shading was really bizarre looking. It starts off promising. We start off in uh, 1945 with Cap, you know, fighting the Nazis, and the Nazis are working with the Chitari aliens, because any time a giant group of superheroes gets together, there has to be aliens involved. Yep. I think it's the unwritten rule <laughs> in, uh, <clears throat> in comic books. Um, so it starts off really promising, but then it just kind of drags... You know, it goes through trying to introduce every character one by one. All of them are really two-dimensional. Very like, unsympathetic yeah. characters. Like yeah, yeah, there's no connection to them at all. 
No, you don't. Um, aside from really Captain America, maybe Iron Man, uh, you really don't like any of them. Yeah, they're, they're not very <laughs> likable. They're all like really arrogant. They're all hot. Well, Wasp isn't too terrible. No, she was. Yeah, but she was kind of bland at the same time. Yeah, there really wasn't much she had done all with of, her. Like, four lines in the whole film, mm-hmm. to my knowledge. Uh, Hank Pym is just a complete cock. Yeah, I was actually. That's exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. I was going to say Hank Pym is a complete cock. Uh, he's not Ant Man in this. He's actually Giant Man. Um, really, what it boils down to is this whole movie all builds up to. The Chitauri invasion, the Avengers fighting him, which takes, like you said, about three, four minutes. Yeah, and they, they, they just... pretty much make quick work. And then the rest of it, suddenly they are fighting uh, the Hulk. Yep. Which was the best part of the movie. It's the best part of the movie. And that... Where we started paying attention. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the last, like, 14 minutes of the film? Yeah. Something like that? You, yeah. See, uh, you see Hulk pretty much take on all the Avengers. Um, he makes pretty quick Quick work of Iron Man, I do believe. Yeah, yeah. slaps him around. Uh, giant Man, he he proceeds to punch out his kneecap. Oh my god, that looked really <laughs> gross. Like, and then uh, he also chokes him, doesn't yeah, he? He jumps yeah, out of his throat. Yeah. He throws a rock at him, hits him in the head. Uh, There's a sweet fight between uh, the Hulk and Thor, Ultimate Thor. This movie is based on the Ultimates, which is you know alternate universe version of the Avengers, where everyone's more of a jerk. More lifelike. Yeah, you, you could say that. Everyone's more... They definitely used the Watchmen approach where they... Uh, Damage superheroes. Yeah, and, they you know. take it through the next logical step where these characters, how they actually have psyches and how it would affect them having these bizarre powers and yeah. whatnot. Definitely a, a, a huge departure from what we saw in Joss Whedon's movie. Mm-hmm. And like I remember actually when... They were making that movie. I remember thinking to myself, wow, if they just take what they did in Ultimate Avengers <laughs> and apply a lot of that to the live action movie, it'll be great. But I'm glad they didn't do that because yeah, it actually it would was have very been boring. really bad and really boring. And It would have been like a lot of uh, pre-comic book boom, comic book movies. Like, yeah. Like tons of build up for a... It would be sequence. like the Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> I'm assuming. Which I was the only one of the yep. three of us that was brave enough to... <laughs> he took a leap. Do yeah. it. Took the leap and see that. Maybe one day we'll uh, discuss that in full when we've all seen it, because you guys are going to see it. Not oh, gonna of do course. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to take the time. You got to take the time to commit to this, and you got to... That's what I did. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a bullet, I'm going to commit to this show, and I'm going to see a really terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> We should um, we should review the was it the nineteen ninety six really cheaply made Fantastic Four where they movie? just kind of made it just to get a movie out yeah the, the one that like never got released in theaters absolutely um, but yeah the uh, Ultimate Avengers it just kind of leads to the fight with the Hulk which you get to see Cap go toe to toe with Hulk yeah which was really which cool was really cool and something I would like to see in the movies um, but other than that I mean it, what happened why do you think you know, back in 2006, we sat and watched it, and we thought it was the greatest thing since sliced bread, and then now we sit and watch it, and we're like, this is, I mean, aside from the fact that we're all almost, you know, in our 30s. Almost. <laughs> well, I am 30. I'm Tony's the only one here. I'm, I'm the youngest one here. I'm the cusp. <laughs> it's, it's horrible, Never. by the way. Don't ever turn 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, 30s when I'm actually going to go and, you know, admit that I need, you know, 
seeing glasses. <laughs> so I, that's all right. Don't something do it. Not seeing glasses. Seeing. The best seeing kind of glasses. glasses. <laughs> them vision glasses. <laughs> I need them seeing glasses. <laughs> so what do you guys, what do you think happened? I mean, you, Jeff, um, you loved it so much. Yeah, originally. I don't under Like, I think uh, maybe I'm just spoiled now because there's all the, like you said, all the DC animated features that have come out. I think uh, maybe it's just the fact that I had waited so long to see Captain America in a halfway decent animated feature that really, I don't know, I think I was just really happy with the little amount I got. Like, here's your shit sandwich, chew on it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> thank you. I love that analogy. Um... I, I think, too, I mean, there hadn't been a lot of, because DC hadn't even started, they would later follow up, I think, the following year with Superman Doomsday with their animated feature, but there hadn't been a adult uh, comic book feature like that, like aimed at people our age, that wasn't mm-hmm. meant for kids, that was more violent, uh, more gritty, <laughs> I hate to use the grim Batman and gritty, term, yeah. grim and, gr- and that's exactly what it was, I mean, Ultimate Avengers is grim and gritty, it's violent. Um, so I think it was one of those things, like, it was just, at the time, it was the greatest thing, but then we got this golden age of the DC animated films Mm -hmm. that just consistently put out a good one after good after good, unless you count Gods and Monsters, that wasn't wasn't (laughs) very good, but for the most part, they have all been enjoyable, and they have pushed the envelope, too, as far as violence, language, pushing that PG-13 rating. Like, even going back and watching, you know, Ultimate Adventures, it kind of almost feels like, you know, oh, this is kind of kitty-esque in a way, you know? I think another reason um, I loved it so much was because (coughs) it was based on the Ultimates, which, oh, I love. Love that comic. Ultimates 1 and 2. Some of my favorite comics. And, you know, just to see that adapted at all. I mean, it's funny to see how much of that, the Ultimate Universe, they used for the cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Lots of, because, you know, it's, it had more plot exposition put out more quickly, so it had something that adapted well to a cinematic universe, where they're trying to get these character stories out right away. And they, there's uh, the one scene in the Ultimate Avengers where Cap first wakes up at S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters, and it's not a direct interpreta- uh, example or interpretation of what happened in First Avenger, but it is very yeah. similar of him Pretty waking impulse. up... You see the soldiers fly out the the wall. He breaks the wall down and mm-hmm. runs out, and then he jumps out the window, and then he's in, you know, New York or in the Ultimate Avengers. He's on a Shield base. It's very similar. Um, I think they took the best elements they could out of the Ultimates, like you said, Tony. You, they took a lot of the design work and a lot of the groundwork of the Ultimates, but they really emphasized on. Uh, a lot of the Golden Age characteristics, like Captain America in the movies is much more Golden Age mm-hmm. Cap than he is Ultimate Cap. You mm-hmm. know, he's not doing the, you know, this is an A on my helmet. You think yep. it stands for France? <laughs> <laughs> that line was very controversial, Controversial, but, you know, I always thought it was hilarious. Oh, you know, I like my freedom fries. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, he was definitely, in the comics, he was very right-wing, you know, and he was very my way or the highway, very... Donald Trump. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far, <laughs> but yeah, like, he was, he solved problems with his fists a lot more than the, uh, he was a hothead. Yeah, he was definitely a hothead. Very military-minded, finding military solutions to every problem. What does that sound? Oh my god. The robots. Uh, never mind that, we're in my basement. <laughs> um, I think, uh, one of the 
things that I love, especially about the cinematic Captain America, is they've really found that perfect balance of he's a Boy Scout, but he's also a complete badass. And he's not uh-huh. afraid to go against those people in charge, you know? I think what you're looking for is uh, he's... he's what they've made him into the cinematic one is uh, he's a true leader. Like, yep. He's not just some, you know, cockamamie guy dressed in red, white, and blue. Like, he he's an actual leader. Yeah. And, I mean, that was... I mean, he was, he was pretty uh, tame in the Ultimate Avengers movie yeah. as opposed to the Ultimate Avenger comic books. He wasn't quite as... Uh, Controversial. <laughs> no, he, he drew a lot of hate in the comics. I'm like, well, you know, it's a reinterpretation of the character. If you were exactly like his regular I mean, universe counterpart, then it wouldn't. What would be the point of making it in the first place? Exactly, because the the basic idea of the Ultimate Universe was, at the time, they just had the main six one six universe, and this was base. It was basically designed where if you were a new comic book creator, you didn't have to catch up on. 40, 50 years of comics or whatever. Mm-hmm. You could just jump in with the Ultimates starting off. The downside of that was a lot of the Ultimates lines took really strange creative directions yeah. that not a lot of people... Like, I remember reading Ultimate Spider-Man, and it was right around the time that the Tobey Maguire movies were coming out. And I read, I think, the I got the hardcovers, really big ones from uh, Borders... And they were, I liked the first two, and then when I got to Venom, when they introduced Venom and the way they handled that whole story, I was just like, done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not like it at all. And then I, I know it got even weirder. I know Carnage was another weird thing they did. What did they do with Venom exactly? Like, I um, Destroyed it. <laughs> yeah. Destroyed <laughs> everything about it. It was... Oh, gosh, it was... The symbiote was basically, I think it was created by uh, Peter Parker's parents and Eddie Brock's parents, uh, uh, father, uh, as like a... a I've, already lost, I've already lost interest. Something to, you know, cure cancer sound, or like, something like that. I thought that. the point of the Ultimate Universe was to not make things horribly convoluted. It was. And I think that's... <laughs> like, and <laughs> honestly, like, I mean, I know you, you love the Ultimates. I never read any of the Ultimate Avenger books or anything like that. Um, I pretty much just read, like, Ultimate Spider-Man. I didn't delve too much into anything else. I know I hated the design work for Ultimate X-Men. I didn't like the costumes or anything like that. I didn't care for them either. They made lots of bizarre changes, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, stuff not even worth getting into. No, that's for a later date. <laughs> Tony, you're awfully quiet. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> Tony, entertain Did What? Were you... <laughs> When did you did were you at the house when we originally watched Ultimate Avengers or did you eventually go and watch that like I watched uh, it by myself by yourself because you guys were too cool for me at the time I guess that's Probably. true yeah. <laughs> too cool for school but no uh, I watched I watched it off on my own because you got you guys would rant and rave about it and then I watched it and I don't know if you guys just brainwashed me with your with your <laughs> words. <laughs> Right, where I was like looking for acceptance or something, but I was like, it was a really good movie. I don't like. I do. I still like. I still remember it fondly. I so think it's just the fact that we were spoiled. Yeah, like we have so much now that, like, looking back on it, it's just kind of like this. Was this is it? Yeah, <laughs> an hour of setup, 
that wasn't really even yeah. set up. Yeah, like then the aliens. Fight yeah, but they end up fighting the Hulk. I think one of the big problems is that they tried to compress two different storylines in the comics yeah. into a short movie, and it just mm-hmm. did not work at all. A lot of things were lost in translation because there's a lot of more adult aspects to the characters, like Hank Pym beating his wife without mercy. They like. <laughs> it is ridiculous in the ultimate how much he slapped around his wife. Mercy? Yeah. Like, he literally hosp- hospitalizes her at one point. Um, you know, that's really saying a lot about uh, Marvel's track record that before today, like, we probably all thought of Ultimate Avengers as the pinnacle of Marvel's animated films. Mm-hmm. So if we're watching it now and we're looking at it like that, like, my God, like... <laughs> I, I personally, I haven't watched a lot of the other Marvel uh animated features just because they haven't grabbed me and all there's yeah. ultimate avengers 2 Garbage. which wasn't as good as ultimate avengers so it's probably even more terrible now uh there was a doctor strange one there was yeah, the, hulk versus i really hulk enjoyed. versus well hulk versus wolverine hulk versus wolverine was really good and mainly because of deadpool in it that was <laughs> yeah well the action in it was really it had good animation I remember liking the animation a lot. It was kind of Bruce Tim-esque, like everyone. It was very was blocky, blocky. Yeah. yeah. Which that works. Yeah, it works like really for some well. reason that animation just works. Um, what other? I mean, they've released a couple other ones uh, in the past few years. Like they're uh, like they've done some computer animated ones. There's like an Iron Man Hulk one. Really. And they look really shoddy. That one's real cheesy. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's super cheesy. I watched it and it was just like, it's definitely aimed for the you know kids. The lesson here is Marvel animation, bad. DC animation, good. (laughs) Definitely. You are better off just not watching this film, putting in Labyrinth instead. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I had a Labyrinth uh, reference all lined up for this one. Uh, We'll uh, save it for the next one. Well, you know, I'll probably sleep tonight. I kind of feel bad, like, owning this movie now. Like, I, I, like oh, I don't know if I'm ever actually going to sit down and watch it again. Yeah, well, we can watch the last, like, 15 minutes of it. Right, you just fast Yeah, yeah but I could just probably pull that up on YouTube. And... But this is true. Oh, another moment in the movie that uh, was pretty crazy. Um, the Hulk actually ends up picking up Thor's hammer. Oh, yes, yes, he does. with it. I don't think that ever happened in the uh, Didn't, uh, well, because uh, Thor's hammer in this, one side is a hammer and the other side is an axe. Yeah. And I, I believe his intent was he was going to decapitate Thor <laughs> with it, because I believe, didn't he have Thor up by his hair and he had the axe and... No, and... I think he just threw it at him. He might have fallen asleep while you were watching the movie. <laughs> with my eyes open. Yeah. I, might be th- I might be thinking of something else. Maybe a, a, a story I wrote in fan my head. Fan fiction? Perhaps, <laughs> yeah. Some erotic fan fiction that you were doodling around with. Second time on this show we've talked about <laughs> erotic fan fiction. We'll, we'll have to dedicate an episode. No. <laughs> I'll no, show we you don't. some. There's some really good stories. The storytelling in this one that I wrote. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's about a unicorn, a goat, and ducks. Optimus Prime. <laughs> and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that one one time. <laughs> Looks like your pitch worked. <laughs> you see, I lost him and then I hit him. I sold, sold him on it. Once you brought in Hulk Hogan, <laughs> I, was, I was dead sold. Um, so I, I don't think I will be showing this movie to uh, anybody. I don't, be, I don't think I'll be showing it yeah. to the girlfriend. Uh, 
I think I'm just going to tuck it away and maybe with my Count Duckula box set. And <laughs> you have a Count Duckula box set? Uh, not a box set. I have, I think, the first season. How is it? I, don't, I haven't watched I it haven't since I was four years it. old. Yeah. yeah. I bought it from uh, Sam Goody. I found out later that that was a... <laughs> that show was actually a Danger Mouse spinoff. I yes. didn't realize that. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a Count Duckula podcast sometime. <laughs> if you don't know who Count Duckula is... Then you are under the age of 30. Yeah, and you should probably just look it up, because I don't feel like explaining it. <laughs> Who's got time for that? So, uh, now that we've rewatched it, let's give this film our CGC rating. As we know, CGC goes from a scale of 1 to 10. You can do like 1.8, 6.9, stuff like that. What would you uh, give this little gem, Tony? 2.5. Yeah, for sure. You really knew what you were. <laughs> you like had that right on retaining yeah. it. It's pretty. Oh, good. it was it was teetering between two point five and three, and I was like, "You're not worthy of a three. <laughs> and I just dropped it to the two point five. Couldn't lift the hammer. What about? Uh... <laughs> but the elevator's worthy. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mister Jeff? Um, I guess I give it a five. Like I didn't. I wouldn't say it was an unwatchable movie. It was just really dull and dragged on up until the last 15 minutes i for some reason i just completely tuned out what did you give it <laughs> i said i gave it a 10 no uh, <laughs> give it a five gave it a five okay mainly for the last 15 minutes of the film that's a god that last 15 minutes must have really saved it for you then. yeah i mean I, I don't know it's probably nostalgia that's keeping the rating that high wow that fucking nostalgia yep keeps somehow, you from being honest yep. with yourself <laughs> somehow nostalgia got involved it's called denial <laughs> <laughs> i had it with the green lantern movie um i would say i would i was i'll go with the solid two um a solid two all over my chest is what this <laughs> number two <laughs> it's just it it didn't pull me in it didn't grip me um and going back and watching it you know that's the, I think the worst thing any kind of movie can do is you like it at the time, but you know a few years later you go and watch it and you realize it's bad. That's like the worst thing a movie can mm-hmm. do. It doesn't have a lasting uh, replay value. Felt like it betrayed us. It did. I'm starting to think that that's a different movie that we watched. <laughs> it was. Uh, this is some sort of conspiracy where it, we watched the movie, enjoyed it, then someone swapped it out and didn't tell anyone. It was, a- <laughs> it was actually my own personal animation that I did. I knew it. That's why the shading looked like shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So don't watch it. Yeah, don't watch it. I mean, if you're <laughs> really... I don't, well, if you're like some sort of animation completionist, or like a huge diehard Marvel fanboy, I'm not going to say the film's unwatchable, but it's not worth your time. I mean, maybe if you day. haven't watched a lot of the DC stuff and haven't been... Uh, Exposed to Spoiled it. <laughs> by it. Maybe you could still enjoy it. Like, if you see it for like five bucks at Walmart or something, then I won't say you're just wasting your fucking money, but... <laughs> I, I, I think I have seen that. <laughs> like, that $5 bin is big. That's true. You could get Howard the Duck. You could get Labyrinth. You could get Labyrinth. That's right. I went there and I was actually looking for uh, Spider-Man 2 on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you better. <laughs> to get, and you know, that movie is incredibly hard to find on Blu-ray. I, can, um, I cannot find it. It's be- the most popular one, isn't it? I believe yeah, that probably. they're trying to narrow it down to where the it's just the trilogy Blu-ray. Um, you have to buy the whole trilogy to get it. Uh, I would also like to clarify something that was stated in previous episode about Spider-Man 2. Um, i like to go back on record and say that I was wrong. Jeff does not hate all the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans. He actually does like the first one. Yep, enjoyed that one immensely. So had had Randy Savage in it. <laughs> Boom! Ready? Catch it for three minutes. <laughs> three minutes of playtime. Oh, uh, if you could see the hand motions we're doing right now. Yeah. Like he held up his finger for the three minutes, like he covered his index finger instead of the regular way of covering your. Pinky. You can't do a Macho Man impression without no, doing. Dig it. <laughs> you gotta do the little the, the, the mediocre jazz hands. <laughs> You know, he needed his own spin-off film, a Bonesaw movie. Yep. I would have I watched the shit out of that. <laughs> About the rise and fall of yes. Bonesaw. Ah, oh, if only. Uh, that would be a perfect world that I would have dreamed about. <laughs> Maybe they could make an animated one and just cobble together lines from Rainy as long as, it's better than, uh, <laughs> as long as it's better than Ultimate Avengers, we're, yeah. we're A-OK on that. So yeah, Bonesaw gets uh, two thumbs up, this movie. <laughs> Two thumbs down. Bonesaw for the five minutes he was in Spider-Man. Um, what are you doing up there? <laughs> doesn't he make some sort Stay of comments? away from you. About, uh, did your, that's cute. Did your husband make that yeah. Yeah. for you? Homophobic remarks coming from Spider-Man. <laughs> Not cool. That's how I like my Spider-Man. <laughs> Not a fan of the gays. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. I'm leaving. <laughs> Just kidding. I have no 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 problem with the homosexual community. <laughs> They're a fine, loving bunch. I wish them all the best. Oh, uh, uh, gosh, we really I, veered off a cliff on yeah, that one. I don't really know where to go with this. You point. just you you took took in Thelma Louise <laughs> right off. We all held hands, fell off the cliff, <laughs> fell off the big gay cliff, and this is where fucking. Cody would come in with the Tony Awards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that wasn't really a musical, was it? Does it matter? I've mentioned many other <laughs> female films, and it still gets me no credit. I think it qualifies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. All Jud- right. The judges have spoke. <laughs> All right, so I think that about wraps it up for... Yep, and then some. And then some. We <laughs> Yep, yep. It just would not be a Kapow cast if we didn't completely go off topic. <laughs> Bring up the gay community at yeah. large. <laughs> so I think we're going to tie this up with a bow, send it on its way up to the world. Like, be good, little podcast. <laughs> Don't get into trouble. Don't hurt nobody. Don't do drugs. <laughs> Until... Or do. <laughs> <laughs> we're not here to judge. Until next week, I am Mike. I'm Tony. I'm Jeff. We will see you next week on Kapowcast. Bye.